0: Welcome to the Crush the Rush podcast, hosted by me, Holly Haynes. Each week, I will dive into topics that educate and share the power of productivity to help you focus more on what matters and create a business and routine that you love. Learn the systems and daily strategies that you can implement right away to crush the daily rush and instead of just being busy, be productive. Each episode will help you gain clarity, focus, and empowerment in your routine. Learn how to manage your schedule and your business, and yourself. With over 15 years of strategy experience working with Fortune 500 companies, all while raising my twin daughters and building my own successful online coaching business, I'll teach you the systems and structure to make your business grow without burnout and frustration, and even a little time for yourself. It's time to crush the rush, as they say. There's a new way to get things done around here. Grab your favorite journal and tea. You are going to want to take notes. Let's get to the show. You're listening to episode four of Crush the Rush podcast. In this episode, we're going to chat about what I'm doing to stay healthy while running a business, working full time and managing a family because let's face it, it's a lot. And when you don't have the energy to do all the things, your business and personal goals will take a hit. Plus, I can say from personal experience, my business always does the best and my creativity is at its highest when I'm feeling my best, which means finding time to move my body, fuel it with the right energy, and making sure there is some self-care worked into this routine. So these are the 10 things that I do every week to make sure that my body and energy are as efficient as my business, but I gave it a little self-quarantine, stuck-at-home spin let's get to the episode. Okay, so I'm really excited to share these 10 tips because I truly feel like they are super simple and 10 easy ways that you can be healthy right now, as in you don't need to purchase or buy anything, and it's totally going to jumpstart your confidence, which is going to jumpstart your business. So trying to preserve some sense of normalcy right now is really important to your sense of well-being and good health Promotes good mental health. So, my first two tips are really simple. Number one is move your body 30 minutes a day. And number two is find time to meditate or sit without distraction for 10 minutes. Now, guys, I know you hear move your body 30 minutes a day all the time, but I promise you it helps so much. You don't have to do a complex workout or use any equipment. I'm talking like go for a walk, do 10 push ups. Do jumping jacks while watching Tiger King on Netflix. P.S. It's definitely interesting if you haven't caught that yet. Um, Make chore time active time. So do a push-up after you fold five things of laundry or whatever that looks like. Um, Jump rope with your kids. Play hopscotch. Clean up your yard. Plant a garden. Try hula hooping. I actually tried that this weekend and it was pretty fun. We made an obstacle course in the backyard because we were just looking for something to do that was different. My point is that your body needs movement to function properly. And as a bonus, when you get moving, you start to feel better. So please don't roll your eyes when you hear this and don't skip it. There is a reason that I put it first. My personal goal right now has been to stick to my morning routine, which is to work out first thing every morning before I do anything else, including turn my phone on, but I have also been adding in an afternoon walk for at least 15 minutes, and I'm finding that I'm walking... And moving less during the day because we're all inside. I'm not walking between meetings. I'm not walking in the parking lot at work. So I need that extra boost of activity. And so I'm adding that in as an afternoon session. And it's been really, really helpful. Plus, it's just helpful to get outside and just breathe some fresh air and sort of take a deep breath. So I really, really encourage you to try this. And if you'd like some morning routine tips, you can listen to episode one of the Crush the Rush podcast, and it's all mapped out for you. My second tip is meditation, and you have to have a second in your day to get your head on straight. And honestly, I'm the per- type of person that needs quiet to do that, so I need quiet to recharge. Other people might want to talk to people or go do an activity. For me, it's quiet, but I have tried and tried and tried incorporating meditation and have struggled so many times until I started incorporating it in the evening. Now, a lot of people do it in the mornings when they first wake up, which is great, and I would encourage you to try that, but if it doesn't work in the morning or you're not feeling it, I would encourage you to try it before you go to bed. So my husband and I actually do it together right before we go to bed. I play it off of our Alexa app, So we have an Echo up in our bedroom, an Echo Dot, um, and I have the Calm app downloaded on it. And 95% of the time, I fall asleep before we are done. And you don't have to use those apps. Those are just some examples. There are so many free apps available that I would highly recommend you playing around with it before giving up. And don't laugh, but Bob Ross you know, the painter with the super soothing voice, is so awesome to fall asleep to. So if you use the Calm app, I'd encourage you to check out the sleep stories because they're amazing. And not are you going to sleep better, but it's going to help you work in meditation to your day if you're maybe... Trying to figure out how to get it to work. And this is not sponsored, it's just I've tried a lot of different apps and I really, really, really have loved that. And it's been the most consistent I've been so far. My third tip is I'm trying really hard to eat nourishing and fulfilling meals. So now is not the time with everything going on to try some fad diet or crazy cleanse. I'm really just focusing on limiting sugar and caffeine. So I only have one caffeine a day. I'm trying to limit alcohol to the weekends. And I find when I really focus in on my nutrition, my energy levels are actually so much higher. And they're much less up and down. So I'm way more consistent and I don't get that 3 p.m. afternoon crash. And because our days are longer right now, so I'm sure I'm not the only one that's trying to incorporate homeschooling and working from home and all the other things that are going on, making these small adjustments have really, really helped keep my energy levels consistent. I have also been trying to cook a lot more, which goes back to nourishing and fulfilling. So we've been doing takeout Friday to support local restaurants who maybe shut down or just need a little extra boost. And then on Saturday, we made a pact to make something new or try something that we haven't made in a while. So this weekend, as an example, I made homemade meatballs, which I've never attempted before. And the weekend before, we had a full Mexican fiesta with like all the courses. So it's been really fun to try new foods and recipes. I've linked in the show notes some of my favorite recipes of all time, including the Fed and Fit website, which is just easy and family friendly, and her book, Cook Once, Eat All Week. I have talked about this book so many times before. It is so helpful for our family to use because the whole concept is about. Cooking once, like on Sunday or Monday, and then having different things in the fridge to prep and make easy meals all week. So your kitchen doesn't have to feel like you're open 24 hours a day, but you still have, like I said, nourishing and fulfilling treats and meals around without spending tons of time worrying about what to make and when. Plus this way you're incorporating a little fun into it, which I think we all could use right now. On to number four, which is creating your own momentum. I know this sounds a little crazy, but honestly, if you know me, you should expect this by now. I always need a goal to work towards. So as an example, I have a goal this year to run a half marathon, but with the COVID-19 going on, I have no idea if races are even happening anytime soon. So I felt like I needed something to just get me started and something that I could work towards and easily get a quick win. So I created my own 21-day goal just for the month of April. And honestly, you can apply this to anything. So it doesn't have to be running. Maybe it's 21 days of walking or 15 minutes of yoga or 21 days of eating um, four vegetables a day or 21 days of just drinking more water, maybe a little less wine, whatever it is, pick a goal. And I can say creating your own momentum makes such a big difference. We're going to be home for the whole month. So we might as well make the best of it, right? The other really amazing thing that happens when you stick to a plan, no matter how simple it is, is your confidence builds. So you feel better, you feel productive, you start to feel like you're able to tackle your day with more energy. And 99.9% of the time when I accomplish something small for 21 days, even if it's as simple as drinking more water every day for 21 days, my business and creativity soars, but it's because I'm starting to believe in myself. I'm seeing myself do simple things every day and it's making me feel like I can do more because I'm so focused on my routine and I'm creating my own momentum. And I feel like if there's anything that you take away from this podcast right now, it's that doing something every day that you say you're going to do is going to make you feel 100% better. And I feel like that's what we need right now. Hi, guys. As a bonus to all my listeners, I wanted to share a brand new guide I put together with all of us working from home right now. With everything going on in the world and all of the uncertainty of what will happen next, I really wanted to try to find a way to help. So I put together my best tips for being insanely productive working from home. I've used my experience over the last few weeks working from home with my two girls uh, and the rest of the family, including homeschooling and all the fun stuff that happens during the day, and my experience running a business from home over the last four years. So check the show notes and go grab the new guide, How to Be Insanely Productive Working from Home. And as a bonus, it even has a template for you to use for time blocking and how to schedule your day. And it's complete with an example of what my day might look like. So I hope this helps. All right, so we've talked about moving your body, finding some quiet fueling your body with the right foods so that you have energy, creating your own momentum, and now we're going to talk about sleep. Sleep is always a hot topic for me because I feel like if I don't get at least seven hours, I can't function. That said, the recommendation is six to eight hours a day, and I am such a big fan of the book, The 5am Club, and they actually have studies in that book that says it's seven and a half hours. So that's what I aim for. I feel like right now, though, I am 10 times more tired than I usually am. And I wasn't sure why. And in a way, schedule are easier, but also more complex. As an example, I don't have a commute, but now we're homeschooling. We don't have activities at night now, but I feel like there's there's extra pressure around trying to deal with uncertainty and uncertainty causes stress and stress and anxiety cause you to be more tired. I guess my point is, If you feel more tired and more stressed, you have to give yourself a little bit of grace, but it's also important to make sure that you are sleeping the right amount. So I wanted to share a few ways that I have tried to sleep better so that I don't necessarily have to sleep more, but make sure I'm getting the right quality of sleep. So the first thing that I do is make sure that I disconnect from my phone at least an hour before going to bed. We use shade darkening curtains and I don't have my clock close to my bed at all. I also try to limit sugary snacks and food before bed because that might keep you up or make you more jittery. And I know it sounds silly, but your bedtime routine should be just important as your morning routine. So you want to wind down. You want to give your body signs that it's time to slow down. So an hour or 90 minutes before you go to bed, drink some tea, do something relaxing, read. One of the things that I do is when my kids go to bed, they go to bed at about 8 or eight thirty. That's my sign to slow down. So I try really hard not to work at night, to turn my phone off, to drink some tea, to try to relax a little bit, to listen to my meditation, and then go to sleep. All right, we're on to number six, and that is do something that makes you happy. I know this sounds a little cheesy, and you might be like, Holly, the beach makes me happy. That's what I say, and I can't go there right now. But we have to do with what we have. So make a playlist, read a new book, drink your favorite cup of tea. We're talking a lot about tea today. dance, sing. I just posted a story earlier today on my Instagram of my girls having dance parties with the Disney playlist on I think it we were doing Amazon Alexa, which is genius. so you should try it. Um, the important thing is that we do something daily that makes us smile. So we aren't on this planet to just eat and sleep and work and repeat. Even though it seems that way, you really want to find something each day that brings you joy. So for us, we've been doing daily crafts. We've been trying to do something to keep the girls busy. That is fun for me also. And I like to draw and color and be creative. I mean, honestly, I could spend all day on Pinterest, even if my projects don't look like that at the end. But for me, that has been a fun, creative outlet. So I would encourage you to schedule something every day that makes you smile. Number seven, schedule a break. So for me, from Saturday from about 10 a.m. to Sunday morning, I do not do any work. And let me rephrase that. I might clean my house or work in the yard or this weekend I cleaned out my office, but I don't do any work as it relates to my career or business or social media as I have planned. Because I work full-time and I coach full-time, and if I don't disconnect, I will burn out. And I have learned that I need to listen to my body. So if you're feeling your body craving a break, you need to take it. You want to schedule time when you can put your phone away, turn it off, and focus on some other steps that we chatted about it. And a little trick, if you're a business owner and you're like, I can't step away, schedule things for those times. People don't know that it's scheduled and that you're not on your phone or posting or doing whatever. Just schedule it. Get it done ahead of time so that you can truly disconnect and recharge. And this honestly is the time when I tend to be the most creative because I just have a second to take a breath and just reflect and just be in the moment. Hey guys, I wanted to pop in one more time because I feel like the world is just a little bit overwhelming right now, and I know many of us didn't expect things to get this weird and bad so quickly, but we are here, and in a world where social distancing is the new norm and people are told to stay at home, just because we're physically separated doesn't mean that we can't come together. I have been reading all of my messages and racking my brain of trying to figure out how to help more and what almost all of you are asking for is more structure and more routine. So I have put together a brand new 21 day stay at home challenge. It includes a 21-day workout plan to keep it very simple. Everything is laid out for you. The workouts are 30 minutes a day, and you can stream them from any device, your laptop, your phone, Apple TV, Fire Stick, whatever you have. The meal plans are included, and get this, the grocery lists are done for you. The group is private, you're not going to be on Facebook or Instagram scrolling, and I've even added in virtual Zoom hours so you can join our community and have some fun, dance it off, and see others doing the same thing, which is going to keep you accountable. The best part is we're all going to be doing the same workouts together so you have a whole crew of accountability partners, plus morning motivation, my coaching, routine tips, and more. In the past four years, I've helped hundreds of women get healthy from home, and I can't wait to share this for you. So let's make the most of the month. We've talked about why it's important. Now let's get down to business and do it. The time is going to pass anyway, and I guarantee you becoming part of this group is going to make it better for anyone who joins. All you have to do is fill out the quick form in the show notes, and we can get started right away. Alright, we're in the home stretch. We're on to the last three. So we've scheduled a break and now we need to think positive. It sounds silly, but I think I probably mentioned this in every single podcast that I've done, but gratitude has helped me so much. Harboring negative feelings can rob you of your happiness and just ruin your day. So, I try really hard each day to write down three things that are going well, that I'm excited about, that I'm thankful for, and focus on that. And sometimes, especially now, it's as simple as getting dressed, doing my hair heck, washing my hair. Other days, it might be extra time with the family. Today, I wrote sunshine and extra sleep, but I promise you doing this makes such a huge difference. Number nine, and I wrote about this today, put some pants on. This one makes me laugh because I love a good pair of leggings and legit have worn more lately than ever before, but I have been trying at least every Monday, Monday, money to put pants on, as in jeans or shorts or something with a button and a waistband. I curl my hair, I put makeup on, I feel like a normal person, and it works. It really does work. And it's a good reminder of my goals. My dad used to always tell me you can never be overdressed for any occasion and you should dress how you want to be seen and perceived. So today in my jeans and fancy leopard shirt, I'm recording a podcast, even though I haven't left the house, but I feel confident and cute and I did my hair and not that you can see it, but it makes a difference and it comes through in what you do. So get dressed, face your day, feel confident and really just take care of yourself. The last one, number 10 is learn something new. So this is my last tip, but I feel like we have all been given the gift right now to look at our schedules and our lives and everything around us to evaluate it. Some even say they have a gift of time, which as a mom of twins and a small business owner, I'm not quite seeing that yet, but life is definitely slower around me, which I can appreciate and just take pause to notice. So I made a goal to learn something new or try to continue to learn as much as I can right now. I started rereading John Maxwell's The 15 Laws of Invaluable Growth, which is one of my favorite books. But as I mentioned, I've been trying to cook new things. I've been trying to learn more things about running a business. I started digging into PR for small businesses, whatever the topic is. My point is use your time to learn something that you might not have had time to consider before or spend a couple minutes a day researching something that you have been dying to know about. This is a chance to change things up, to make things better, and to re-enter when we get out of this self-quarantine as a stronger, more confident, more energized person and really take this time to evaluate and learn. I truly hope that you've enjoyed these tips and they've helped you navigate through this time of change. I am really trying to personally take it day by day, but I can tell you these activities have helped me a lot and really just make me focus on the positive and build up my confidence to know that I can do more, I can do better, I can help more, I can serve more. I put together a quick summary of all these activities, which you can check out at hollymariehaines.com. It also includes my vitality checklist, which is just a wellness checklist that you can use to help get through your day and apply some of these techniques as well. So I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. For free materials and resources, head on over to hollymariehaines.com. Did you love this episode of Crush the Rush? Have questions or other topic ideas? Go to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. The reviews are really what keeps this going, and I can't wait to bring you more content. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.